it's Mal and Roddy, and this is, is Smatter of Fact. Just two best friends dabbling and speaking with superficial knowledge on our subjects. In other words, a smattering of facts. superficial word superficial knowledge we almost made it we almost made it we'll get there eventually today we both have new microphones yes we do it's fantastic you can't hear me snacking on my chips i think that's the weirdest thing i feel like i can hear Ready? everything i'm gonna take a big bite right now tell me if you can hear it no nothing mm. i don't understand i was just chomping into the microphone i don't know nothing man. okay I don't understand how it doesn't pick it up. I don't understand. This is, like, not, like, the the top-of-the-line microphone either. It's literally from Target. I know. Well, I was talking to someone the other night, um, and I, like, used it because they were, like, using theirs. And he's kind of, like, an audio buff or whatever. And he's like, whoa, that's, like, a really nice microphone. Where'd you get it? Like, what brand is it? And I was like... It was literally like a super cheap one from Target. I was like looking it's at like the Target brand. I was literally like looking at like expensive ones because I was like gonna like splurge, but yeah. Um, this one nope. will do, I think, for for now. Yeah, hopefully my audio volume is better this week too. Not as low, so yeah. Yeah, we're still figuring things out. So. We are, but Mallory has figured out her. Mallory recently moved, and she's figuring out her new pod setup at her new place yes i i kind of have a desk just for podcasting i'm gonna use it for like personal I, like projects and stuff like our right. projects and so podcasting. Now, i think that's amazing i have a desk that i could use and basically could use just for podcasting however um i don't it is a catch-all right now <laughs> however i don't <laughs> well the chair is not very comfy it's just like this metal chair and I don't have, like, a cushion for it. And it's much more comfortable just to sit in my bed. That's true. That's fair. And usually, like, Rory wants to sit next to me. Rory's not in here tonight, but usually she wants to sit next to me. So if I sit in a chair, she'll, she'll like, bother me the whole time. Mm. I don't have a super comfy chair because I don't work from home. So, you know. <laughs> so do you have two chairs or do you just, like, pull the chair over? Well, right now I have just the one chair, but I was kind of thinking of just getting, like, another i found a really cute like pink velvet chair on amazon and i really like it oh my gosh it's like vintagey i love it that's amazing i love that for them that's so good that's funny (laughs) today we have a fun episode i'm excited i don't actually know what the topic is i feel like we needed like a fun lighthearted one um just like silly after dude um, I was editing like serious ones. I was like editing and I like because we recorded over Zoom last week and I had to edit through Audacity instead of um Anchor. Um so I had to like listen to the entire episode again. I was like, "Oh no. This is very <laughs> sad." It is really sad. It's but we did so. we did have some very fun facts about rocks and uh lumens Oh, yeah. I was trying to remember all, like, the tangents that we went on. It was, like, candle power and, like, yeah, candle favorite power. rock types. 
Yeah. So something lighthearted would be good. What are we talking about? We are talking about... I don't even know how I came... We're talking about, like, weirdest, like, animal hybrids. What? People have actually, like, done... Wait, people that they've actually made? Yes. How? How? And there are, like, a lot. And you wouldn't think so, but, like... I'm very This is, like, one of those where I wish, like, this was, like, YouTube or something... So that we could, like, show. But, like, you'll just have to, like, imagine in your mind. Maybe it will be even better. Like- so this is where you go find our Instagram and you see some of the, the posts that we make about this. <laughs> Didn't we have, like, a Twitter or something? No. Did we never? I thought we did at one point. No. Nope. Like, the very beginning. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. Whatever. I don't um, think we had a Twitter. Well, you can follow us on Instagram at smatterfact. Yep. So, is it smatter of fact or smatter of fact? Um, that's our email. Okay. Well, you can email us. You can email us too. Um, so I like I emails. I, I think I remembered why I like came up with this. I was watching Napoleon Dynamite. Have you ever seen that movie? No. No? You have never seen Napoleon Dynamite? No. I know there's a llama named Tina. <laughs> I know yeah, he does is... a dance. Yes. That's about um, my extent of knowledge. Well, if you you should watch the movie, it's it's okay. a weird movie, but like it's. it's Will you watch like, it with me? Yeah. Okay. Jaeger can like quote the whole thing. <laughs> well, okay. Anyway, so there's a here's the, the thing: movie. I will watch that movie if you watch, uh, the one movie with the the guy and the whip and Indiana Jones. <laughs> the one guy with the whip. Yeah. What's his uh, name? Han Solo. It, well, what? Who's the oh. guy who plays Han Solo? Um, oh my you God. You know who I'm talking about. I'm totally blanking. Everyone's like yelling at me. <laughs> Yell louder. We can't hear you. Harrison What's Ford. Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Yeah. Um, Fun fact. Anyway, if you were familiar Wait, can with- I tell you something else about Harrison Ford? For Gretchen's My Sister's Bachelorette Party, we got a printout of Harrison Ford in like a Speedo, a young Harrison Ford for the hotel room. <laughs> Why Harrison Ford? Because she likes Harrison Ford. Hmm. Oh, of course, celebrity crush. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, if you were familiar with the movie, you would know that like Napoleon Dynamite. Um, I think it's his favorite car- his favorite animal that he says, but he like is drawing this like creature on his notepad or whatever, and he's like. <laughs> He's like, it's a liger, like a lion and tiger mixed. It's bred for its oh. skills and magic. Um. Anyway, ligers do exist. No. They are a mix between a male lion and a female tiger. Mm. Um, they're not really bred for their skills and magic, but um, they, honestly, I don't really know why they're bred, but I can tell you that they- <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> they grow very large, very quickly, and are like the biggest cats in the world. Because um, you're basically taking, like, the bigger of the two lions and the bigger of the two tigers and, like, mixing them. So then you're going to get, like, a super big cat. They average Do you around, have like, pictures of these things on your computer that you can share with me? Can I enable that? I I don't know. I do not have, like, pictures of them. Oh, I'll look it up while you talk. Okay. So they average around 1,000 pounds and stand nearly 12 feet tall on their hind legs. So, like, twice, if, like, if it stood on its hind legs, it would be, like, twice the height of, like, my dad, which is crazy. <laughs> so, is it, like, is it, like, the ones, is it, like, a 
So I see a picture of a, a liger, apparently, and it has, like, a mane with, it looks like a lion with a lion's mane and tiger stripes on the body. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Okay. So they actually have larger and thicker bones and longer teeth than both lions and tigers. Um, so, like, I guess in a natural situation, female lions possess the gene that limits growth, while in tigers, it is the male. So, as I said, like, ligers, you're getting, like, the biggest of each cat, like, the male lion and the female tiger. Um, a 90-day-year-old liger cub, for instance, is about a month ahead of its tiger counterpart in terms of size. So, they just mm. grow, like, really fast. Um, and by the time it's fully grown, the liger will nearly double the size of an adult Siberian tiger. Making oh my gosh. The largest cat in the world. Um, They're so chunky. It's kind of funny because in this like article, it was like, currently the record for the biggest non-obese liger is approximately 900 pounds, though other cats have tipped the scale at 1,200 and even 1,600 pounds. Oh my gosh. There's like a picture of one next to like a human and it like the human is like as big as it's like leg, the yeah. entire human. Yeah, so like height wise, it's typically about like four and a half feet tall at the shoulder and six feet tall at the tips of the ears when standing. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and to like sustain such a large like body, they require an average of 25 pounds of meat per day. <clears throat> it's like more than double the diet of any typical like lion or tiger in captivity. Why? Why? Why did they create them in the first place? I don't really know. This is just a matter. <laughs> some, okay. some some of these you get like the um purpose, but not this one. Not this one. Okay. Uh, so I love that our excuse for like any information we don't know is I know. this is just a smattery. <laughs> it's it's you nice. guys, we created the perfect podcast in this. We sense. really did. We really did. Um we set up the greatest foundation for success. Um yes. so on the flip side, there's also a Tigan. A tigan. So a male tiger. Oh, yes. Female lioness. <laughs> so, um, so like while the liger inherits no like of these like growth inhibiting genes, so it gets really big. Look the tigan it. is like the opposite. It re- receives a copy of each of its parents. So like it is really small and it's look at it. Like three hundred feet. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it look like that? It looks like a like a pug, like a pug face on. It's got a smush nose. That is so funny. So like, it limits its size to like 350 pounds or less. So this is like really small compared to like a liger. Um, and surprisingly, similar to ligers, tigans speak a mixture of both their parents' tongues. Oh, like they have like the ability to like roar like either a lion or like a tiger, and they like. That's cool make like both like the sounds um and then male tigans also suffer from infertility for some oh. reason i don't know why but they do so i guess you can't a, I don't know. you can't continue breed you have to freshly breed them every time freshly you can't like breed a tigan with a tigan oh. i don't know what else would you say <laughs> i don't know i ch- okay why are you so just move on sorry i like kind of like the way that i made this list is i kind of like made them funnier and funnier and i just like laugh at like i'm very excited so the next one is a growler bear what which you can guess is probably it's a grizzly and a polar bear they're also called pizzly bears (laughs) i don't like that any better and most growler bears live in zoos although there have been a few confirmed (laughs) sightings in the wild (laughs) yeah so these are like both 
um bread but then you can also sometimes like find them it doesn't the look any special or any more special why did they do this for yeah, what reason so, yeah it's kind of just like what you'd expect like they're both bears. it's just a light colored bear a light it's like a silver colored bear yeah pretty much it's like a bear um, with a silver lab colored fur is it like patchy like does it have like patches of like white and brown or is it just no brown? i'll show you this is so it's actually helpful that we're on zoom in 2006 andrew deroker was in the field um when a message crackled over his radio a strange looking bear had been shot a few miles away um the bear found at the southern tip of banks island in canada's northwest territories didn't look like a typical polar bear it had like a dingy white coat and scattered tufts of brown fur um so it kind of like resembled kind of like a dirty version yeah like that like a dirty version of like a polar bear um Hmm. not like like muddy version um and it kind of had like dark rings encircling its eyes so like they're like what what is this weird bear and so um deroker i I don't know if it's deroker or drocher but i'm gonna say deroker because that sound better i don't know okay. he was a professor of ecology at the um, university of alberta and he would later learn that this was the first known grizzly bear and polar bear hybrid found in the wild um so yeah since then a few of them have just shown up so that one looks really sad it does it looks like a sad puppy a sad dirty puppy it's like those it looks like that dog that i found the, that was two times it does look like it like just rolled around in dirt <laughs> oh poor papa so our next animal is called a geep can you guess what that is is it a goose and a sheep a no. goat and a sheep yes sometimes it's also called a shoat mm. i feel like i'm like saying bad words <laughs> <laughs> so yes wait offspring of i know they're kind of cute it's kind of cute it's mm. an offspring of like a goat and a sheep and they're actually usually like born like stillborn so they're pretty rare too oh um you said these get funnier, but they're born stillborn. That's not what I meant. Um, yeah, so I'm saying it got more depressing. So in 2000, at I think it's Botswana Ministry of Al- Agriculture, um, a male sheep impregnated a female goat and resulted in a live male offspring. And this hybrid had 57 chromosomes, um, which is like right in between how many sheep have, which they have 54, and goats have 60. So it was like right in the middle. Mm. Um, It had a coarse outer coat, a woolly inner coat, long goat-like legs, and a heavy sheep-like body. Hmm. And (laughs) although infertile, the hybrid had a very active libido. And it oh, was like, so it was humping everything. Yeah, even though even when there weren't in heat, it was. Oh my gosh, what did you find? <laughs> I don't know. This is what came up. Like a that demon. Like, yeah, literally. Here's a here's just a picture of a jeep. It said geep. Is so. this what it's supposed to look like? Maybe. Yeah, they don't really look like that weird. No, it doesn't. But it, the concept sounds interesting. Okay, can you guess our next one? Is it a a goose and a duck? No. A guck. Here, I'll say the it's a wolfin. Oh, a walrus and a dolphin. A whale and a dolphin. Yeah, yeah. A false killer whale and a dolphin. Um, I've never heard of really like a false killer whale, but I guess they exist. So it's a male, like false killer whale and a female bottlenose dolphin. Um, so the false killer whales actually come from the same family as dolphins, but despite this, they're extremely rare. And only one wolfin exists currently in captivity. Um 
and her name is she's from Hawaii. Okay, so okay. like we're white. Kikamalu, Kikamalu. Oh. I think it's Kikamalu. Okay, the world's first surviving wolfin from Hawaii. now. How did they? No, please tell me how did they? How did how did she come about to be? Um, Kikamalu, Kikamalu, Kikamalu. Um, I think I think it was like natural. I want to say how was it natural? Because you know, like, she was like in like a zoo, and I and think they just like the had, wolf like, and whale. the whale was just like you. Well, they like the the false killer whale is like from the same family as dolphins, so they're probably like in okay. the same like habitat or similar or something, and so they like mated, and then they made Kikimalu. Okay. Uh, so Kikimalu grew up fast, and just after two years, she equaled her mother's size, which made it difficult for her mother to, like, make enough breast milk for her, because um, she was the same size as her, as, like, a baby. Um, and her features combined both species of animals perfectly. Her head resembled a false killer whale, but the tip of her nose and her fins looked like a dolphin's. However, her, like, overall coloring is, like, slightly darker than a dolphin's. Um, while some were concerned that her life would present complications, Kikamalu turned into a full-grown wolfin. And then in 2004, she actually gave her gave birth to a female wolfin calf. Um, but wouldn't it only be, like, partial And the calf was, like... Because she didn't meet with a full wolfin. Yeah, so, like, the calf was, like, a quarter false killer whale and, like, three quarters bottlenose dolphin. It's... That's really interesting. Hmm. And she actually ended up having thir- three um, calves. Wow. So, yeah. I don't know if she's still alive, Kikimalu, but, I mean, that would have been... I don't know how... I don't know, like, the life expectancy for dolphins, but let alone wolfins, but... Let's see. A wolfin. Oh, we got paid out. Kikimalu. I'm looking oh, at Oh, yeah, up. see? Uh, uh, oh, that was... The one picture there is her daughter... Oh yeah, there's the family tree. Her daughter was born in 2005. Um, let's see. Yep, she as of 2020, she was still alive. Oh nice! Yay! Cool. Next up, we have a beefalo, <laughs> also beefalo. called a cattalo, which is a buffalo and a cow. And they really called it a beefalo. Yeah. <laughs> And it's apparently the future of U.S. meat production. That's bad. Um, Oh, my gosh. Look at that boy. That's a big boy. So these have actually been around since 1800. Look at how big it is. I know. That's a big beefalo. Why? They've been around for like Why in God's green earth would they call it a beefalo? Because... Because it's a cow and it produces beef. So they were like, beefalo. That's, I don't know, man. That's really creative of them. Oh my gosh. So, that's so funny. They're a lot hardier. Yeah, they're a lot hardier than cattle, um, as you can tell, because they're literally beefy. Um, Th- and these they boys less, are beefy. They do less ecolog- ecological damage when grazing. So like that's why they're kind of like popular. Um, unfortunately, actually, I didn't know this, but as a result of like the breeding, it's believed that only four wild buffalo herds exist that aren't contaminated by cow genes, like now in the U.S. Oh wow! And the U.S. Department of Agriculture has certified beefalo as having higher vitamin levels and more protein, while having a 
a third less cholesterol, 79% less fat, and 66% fewer calories than conventional beef. So I'm kind of wondering like how much beefalo I've actually eaten that's been like marketed. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds like... The scientific name is Bostaurus x bison bison. Wow. This is wild. These... As long These as it's humane, I guess. Literally it look like, like less fatty buffalo and yeah, less fatty much. cows. And they're just like like that's me yeah, showing like, like how much like they are jacked. They're Goodness crazy. gracious. That is wild. Um, how did I never how have I never heard about this before? I don't know. So like, like similarly, they have, have um something called super cows. Super which is, someone described them as the bovine version of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Oh, I actually, here, I actually, I saved a picture of this one to show you. No, <laughs> you need to share. Oh, oh I saved it in the chat. Okay, hold on. They hold literally, on. like, you want to talk about jacked. Hold on. Wait, what am I? Bovine version of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know why I can't like pronounce his last name. Um, it's also called like the Belgian super cow. So it's somewhat a mutant breed of cattle, as you can tell if you look it up. Um, its origins date back also to the 1800s when Belgian oh. scientists and farmers why would decided you to breed picture? native cattle. <laughs> so they bred native cattle with short short horn cattle and over time the breeders would select the biggest and strongest animals of each variety and then breed those together so like they just kept like making this like i don't even know like empire of super cows like strong like just breeding the strongest with the strongest with the strongest um so yeah that's a thing too okay yeah so well, can't you just have normal cows apparently it's a cow farm we're gonna cows outside they look like clouds um with legs they're so muscular. I don't like it. I don't like what it. You, maybe get off Google Images. <laughs> I know they're like. They're Why like do they much. look like they they're look like? Much. They look like they're made out of like mozzarella cheese, <laughs> like those balls of mozzarella cheese. Yes. Wow. Uh. <laughs> anyway, I don't like let's, it. Let's move on. Let's, let's move, move on. on. Thank you. So next we have a camera. Or is it a comma? I don't know. How do you spell it? It's a it? camel and a llama. Oh. C-A-M-A. Uh. That is not. Okay. Anyway. Um, Those are not... beds. Oh, it's so cute. So if you think about like a llama and a camel, they seem like really different, but they're actually, I guess, are, like at one point came from the same like ancestor. So yeah, evolved from the same ancestor, I guess. You, I mean, so it looks it like was, a llama, right? So if you can, like, imagine, yeah, it's kind of like a small camel llama thing. They were first produced at the Camel Reproduction Center in Dubai, because apparently that's a thing. I mean, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> to have, like, a camel reproduction center right there. I don't know. Not necessarily in Dubai, but, like. <laughs> Just funny that a, anyway, a camel reproduction center even exists, but to I us, know, I guess, but. Like, yeah um so it was first produced in 1998 via artificial insemination and they were originally created for their fur and use of pack animals apparently only five were ever made but i kind of 
wonder if um, there's been more since. Hmm. I mean, it's kind of cute. It kind of looks like like it has like the head of a deer and a very long neck. Yeah. Yeah, it pretty much just looks like a llama, but like, yeah. It doesn't seem to resemble a camel a whole lot. It doesn't. And it doesn't have like, it has more of like a camel neck than like a llama neck. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. I guess I'm trying to figure out how it's both. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, cool. I mean, they come from the same family, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Similarly, we have a Zorse. Which is zebra a male horse? zebra. Yeah, like a male zebra and a female <laughs> horse. And these things are actually gorgeous. Wait, they're so cute. They're so cool. Look at this baby. Why is the baby so cute? Why are the adults the... so gorgeous? I know. It's like a, it's like a it's like a, a chocolate milk zebra. It that that's a good way of describing it. Like an a Nesquik zebra. And, like, look at that one. Like, the front half of it is white and the back half of it oh is Oh, my gosh. Zebra. It's crazy. Wow. Um, so, Azores is one of the many unique um, equine hybrids that are referred to as zebroids. Zebroids. <laughs> and that's used to describe any animal with, like, zebra heritage, I guess. So, Azores is a crossbreed between a zebra stallion and a horse mare. Um and it's renowned to be a sturdy and hardy animal. Hmm. They're resistant to many diseases that horses and donkeys are affected by, and they can also vary dramatically in size and color. They're generally really healthy, actually, and have sometimes been known to live up to 30 years. Wow. However, they're born sterile and cannot reproduce, so the only hmm. way to produce a zorse is by breeding a zebra with a horse, obviously. Um. And in Africa, zorses are often bred as trekking animals to transport humans and goods because they're it's known for so like, their pretty. strong build. Literally, the little the little one is so cute. I want to pet it. Yeah, so like, it was really it was originally bred in like Africa. <laughs> I don't know why I just like slowed down when I said Africa. Africa. <laughs> I was. Um, I thought you lagged for a second. <laughs> No, that was me. <laughs> just My brain you. lagged. I don't know what. It's been a long day. It's um, okay. So they're originally bred in Africa because they're like resistant to like more diseases. Um, like in Africa, I guess, like from the, I don't know how to pronounce it. Some sort of like fly in Africa that like brings diseases to like horses. Mm. They bred this so like it would be resistant to it, and they could have like domestic animals that way, like for transportation and stuff. It's interesting that they're, like, and sterile, too. Like, a I lot know. of these animals are. Yeah. So, today, zorses are kept as pets for riding and at various zoos and institutes for people to enjoy. Hmm. So, they seem really healthy. Very cool. I wonder how much they cost, though. Probably a lot of money. Probably a lot. Like, horses alone are, like, a lot. Yeah. Well, and you have to think, like, that you have to have a horse that, like, survives all of the diseases enough to give birth to one. Yeah. Or to, like, breed one, you know? Mm-hmm. yeah so you have two more so this is one that you've probably seen um because it's actually a favorite animal like among a lot of like celebrities oh. it's called a savannah cat oh. they basically look like a mini oh my gosh like cheetah leopard cat i love it <laughs> i love it so much yeah it looks... so like they're yeah what kind of what kind of cat is it that 
Because they have, like, house cats that look like this, too. But they're not as, like, tall. Like, they don't have, like, the tall legs. Yeah, so it's a cross between, like, just a regular, like, domestic house cat. And then um, a larger type cat. It's a large-eared wild African cat. A serval, I think is what it's called. So, like, a, a regular cat and, like, a serval. Wow. So this unusual, like, crossbreeding came, became popular among breeders at the end of, like, the 1990s. And then in 2001, the International Cat Association accepted it as a new registered breed. Um, wow. And then in 2012, they accepted it as a championship breed. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Because they have, like, those they, really like, big act ears. more like dogs than cats, actually. Really? Yeah. They have, like, really long legs. Yeah. Legs for days. Ears for days. <laughs> They're cutie cats. The first one was made in um, 1986, crossbred from a male serval and a Siamese domestic cat. Um, and they named that cat Savannah, so that's why they're called Savannah cats. People get real creative with these naming of things. They're like, mm, what should we call a horse in the zebra? I guess a zorse. <laughs> I think the most creative one was the the beefalo. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, so the Savannah cat can come in different like colors and patterns, but like the International Cat Association only accepts um spotted spotted patterns with certain colors and color combinations. They're kind of like strict about it for whatever reason. <laughs> I guess like for the way they look. Like they want to have nice looking ones. I don't know. Um, and I was trying to like look up like celebrities who have them, and I almost forgot this. Um, but Justin and Haley Bieber actually had two. Um, oh, wow! They, they had two of them. I think they paid like thirty five thousand dollars for them, or something crazy like that. Oh, and they're wow. named Sushi and Tuna. Wow, that's a lot of money. Of them, yeah. Why? Why'd they have to get rid of them? I. I can't remember. I don't know if, like, they were completely, if they, like, completely owned them or not. Like, I don't really know the situation, but you can look it up. Oh, now you're looking it up. Oh, I forgot. You can see my screen. Let's see. <laughs> Justin and Haley Bieber like have temporarily rehomed their 35K. So we're going to get Sushi and Tuna. They are psycho and half wild, in quotes. 2021. Oh, yeah. They kind of, like, went crazy. They're like... <laughs> oh yeah they were like part of like wherever like rental home they were staying in or something they're really cute though <laughs> they are really cute <laughs> they're playing with the dog in that picture <laughs> they're like bigger than the dog yeah they look oh, kind of small like, in this picture <laughs> okay there's literally nothing about why they had to rehome it just sounds like it was because of like their rental condo yeah because they were wild cats i have no idea they do what they want um you should definitely look up this last animal though it's pretty cool okay it's called um well i've seen like a couple different names for it it's either called like the see-through frog or like the glass frog and essentially um uh. japanese yeah so japanese uh. scientists created these frogs and like their skin is see-through <laughs> It's like all natural. <laughs> it's like um, all natural. Well, it's like an all that. It's like a. It's like a mutation essentially from breeding like 
the Japanese brown frog. Um, and then like, oh, maybe it's just like that frog, but that somehow they like were able to make like natural color mutants come out of it. And so this is anyway, wild. You're basically able to like see all the organs and everything and like blood vessels and eggs through mm-hmm. the skin because the skin is see-through. Yep. Um, basically. And so like the translucent skin enables observation of organ growth and cancer formation and um like progression of like different diseases or whatever or just like natural just growing up um in the animal which can be monitored over its entire life without the need for like dissection so they're able to like observe what's going on inside these frogs like as different things happen to them or you know that is wild they don't have to like go in and like kill it to be able to see it they can just like like the japanese are so cool i don't know the japanese be out here doing some wild stuff literally all the time Um, so yeah they, they like provide like a really useful like animal model for um environmental medical and like biological just research. imagine if they did that to humans oh that'd be awful let's and they wouldn't have there. to cut us open let's not yeah you don't have to have like x-rays or anything if you saw if you like break a bone you could just see that you broke a bone <laughs> it'd be so like uncomfortable to like be see-through that'd be crazy it'd be such an interesting book or something though or, like a movie tv that show honestly idea. like would be like imagine like like a dystopian kind of like, thing yeah but imagine like medically like what like how much faster you could get to like the problem like if you have like internal bleeding or like a tumor or anything you just be yeah able to, like see it <clears throat> or like you fall i suppose your bones would have to kind of be like somewhat transparent or translucent or something because like you would have to be able to see through like your skull or something too right oh yeah yeah to know if you had like a brain bleed or something oh that'd be so weird <laughs> uh, that'd be crazy Whoa. that would be a weird dystopian thing <laughs> weird. I still don't understand how they like figured this out mm. that like they could do this someday time. someone was like hmm what if we just made a clear frog they had to have like found one and or it had to have been happen. like partially accidental like where like they were like hmm when we did this, this frog lost a certain amount of pigmentation or something. Let's see if we could, like, yeah. change the color of the frog or something like that. And then this happened. It was, like, accidental. And then they, like, recreate. They were able to recreate recreate it. Yeah, I don't know. I, science is awesome. Yeah. But... Wow. That was super interesting. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I do not want to think about super cows, though. I know. It's like worse than the beefaloes. I just feel like it's like only in America. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, of course. Like the Japanese are creating like this like beautiful like clear frog with such like finesse and like beauty, and Americans are like has... beefaloes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, America. Exactly. They're like super cows. Like glass frogs. Like I don't even know. They're like something just, delicate that we don't like, have to cut like, into. So it's like so advanced. For we can like, like study and we can, you know, really appreciate how this frog operates. And we're like, give us more beef. We're like, yeah. <laughs> we're like, we want beefy cows. We need more. Give us more. Where's the beef? Oh my gosh. That was fun. That was fun. 
Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I'm, it's not that we're not, we don't appreciate America. It's just that America has to do everything in so much bulk. We're pretty so, easy to pick on, I think. We are very easy to pick on. But then you get something like Japan that is doing like a beautiful, delicate glass frog. Anything I like hear from like what they're, when they, yeah, when they do something like this, like in Japan, it's just like, they just like seem so advanced. And meanwhile, we're just. Living. They're, I feel like they're like living like hundreds, thousands of years ahead of us. I just, it's, yeah. Because I hear stuff like that all the time of like stuff they're figuring out and it's always like the Japanese. Yeah, I feel like they they like, they figured out vacuums before us. They seem to figure out like good things about cars. Um, I feel like a lot of things yeah. come from Japan. That, like, eventually Americans are like, oh, that's really smart. We should do that. And it's been, like, 15 years. And we're like, mm. And they probably look at us and they're like, mm-hmm, yeah, we've been, we've been doing that. And I think just, like, ways of life, too. Like, they either, like, I don't know if you've ever seen, but it's, like, I've just seen, like, articles or, like, stuff like that where it's, like, all these everyday tasks. But, like, they just, like, do it differently and, like, smarter than we do. <laughs> Or they just have, like, these cool, like, inventions that, like, make their lives a lot easier. Where it's, like, why don't we do that? Where they have, like, the steamer that, like, steams, like, six things at once. Instead yeah, of, like, 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 that. like, a rice steamer and boil your vegetables and then cook your meat separately. But they, like, have it all, like, have you seen those? No, but, like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just, like, seem to figure things out. And they just, like. Um, I'm I'm sure that like because like every like society culture whatever has like their downfalls but like I think being within like the the American like society we see a lot of things and it's very easy to pick on America and yeah and things especially like can make fun of their own country really yes 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 I will say, though, about Americans is that we like to find the best way to get the biggest out of everything, so, and be efficient about it, which is probably where the beefalo and the super calf comes from, <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm not saying the beefalo is bad, like, it sounded pretty good, but. Yeah, do I like looking at I the wonder. super cow? No, I do not. I they do not like, like looking scary. at scary, like, like, I feel like yeah. he's, like, super intimidated, like seeing a super cow like they they imagine it's like your first day on the job and they're like you like sign up and it's like you are going to be an animal handler at this farm and you're like great great and you show up for your first day and they're like great so you are a super cow handler and you're like okay great what's a super cow and they're like right here here is here's the super cow (laughs) and you just like take a deep breath and you're like no yeah no i'm done <laughs> like imagine i get hired for that job i am five two i'd be like absolutely not you've hired the wrong person <laughs> what if you had to, like take care of like a liger it's like i would rather person. take care of a liger that's just a big what? cat are you kidding me he's way taller than you he's just a big kitty oh my goodness i don't know <laughs> I don't know. We I live with a I live with a, a carnivore in my house. I let it sleep in my bed. It's a vicious animal. She could probably kill me a if dog. she wanted to. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Like two hundred years ago, 
She would have been a hunting dog, bred to kill. Maybe. Now she gets her little paw accidentally stepped on barely for a second, and she's like, oh, I need to sit on the couch. It's quite dramatic. To get loved. Oh my goodness. It's past 10 oh, o'clock. Sorry. I need to go to bed. I need to <laughs> snuggle in the bed. She's spoiled. Oh, yes. I guess so. Maybe that's proof that anything can be tamed. Maybe super cows will be pets one day. Maybe. They're probably not like that much. They probably don't behave much differently than like normal cattle and stuff. They probably just like look intimidating. Yeah. I guess it's probably partly like like the environment they're in, you know? Because like any animal can be like riled up and like if it's like abused or something taught to like fight so that was a good it was very interesting to hear about the animals thank you yeah and time very good what do we say at the end again you've been smattered oh we did not say and that has been your smattering of facts bye bye